Hey everyone, and welcome to Do I Still Love It, uh, the nostalgia podcast where we revisit films of our childhood to decide whether or not we actually still love them as adults or we're just, uh, you know, st- stupid kids who just, you know, were hungry for TV. I'm Marshall James. I'm Laura Weiss. And uh, this week, uh, along with our guest, we're going to be watching the super movie Super Mario Brothers. And our guest is Michael Chow. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Michael Chow. <laughs> hey, Michael. <laughs> so Michael's a uh, comedian and writer, actor here in Los Angeles. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us the 30-second elevator pitch on Michael Chow. <laughs> um, I like to write weird genre comedies that are kind of pulpy and schlocky. Uh, most recently, I did a thing called Dick Ripper, uh, which is like a slasher comedy. Right. We had your, um, I guess, director? Oh, yeah, Sean I mean, We had Sean George on our inaugural episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pitching us on Dick Ripper, <laughs> which is just as visceral <laughs> a phrase now to me as yeah. it was months ago. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it sounds like it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also, Sean and I are working on a thing with Ryan Miller. Uh, it's called Snack Williams, which is about a crack-smoking PI. Uh, we're going to release the first episode pretty soon, I think. Okay, great. Yeah, we will have a link up to it on our website, doistillloveit.com. So definitely check on that for updates. So as we said, this week is Super Mario Brothers. Right. So this is the, the movie from 91? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, not the TV show, not the game, (laughs) the movie. Right. What are you saying, Mike? I was going to say, yeah, it was like the weird cusp of the 90s thing. Yeah. Between, it felt like that weird in-between feeling that a lot of early 90s movies have. Right. Well, somebody once told me, (laughs) I think, um, that uh, whenever you talk about like a decade, if you talk about a decade's culture, Mm -hmm. it includes the first three years of the next decade Uh as we're all shaking it off. Like someone was was telling me that it was the release of, I think it was the release of Smells Like Teen Spirit as a single, which Mm -hmm. came out in late 1992 or early 1993. That was the death of the 80s. Okay. That Smells Like Teen Spirit is what killed the 80s. And Mm -hmm. that before that, like, the crowning achievement of the 80s was like the 1992 Olympics where mm. all these 80s football or basketball stars led the dream team, you know? So it was like the crowning moment. Like, the 80s are over! You know? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! Goodbye, 80s! No, that's funny. Quick question for everyone, Michael. Yes? In 30 seconds or less, what is Super Mario Brothers about? Uh, from what I remember, it was like a very loose adaptation of the video game, <laughs> yeah. as in barely an adaptation of the video game. More of a loose suggestion about yeah. the video uh, I remember that it involved like Parallel Dimension, where uh, the two titular Super Mario Brothers had to save uh, a woman that came from that dimension. Uh, the dimension apparently is entirely consists of like weird dinosaur people, because it was the between of, like, our world and, like, the prehistoric era or something along those lines, right? Right, right. This movie sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, okay. I remember that... Okay, so we got Bob Hoskins, Jog Liguizamo, Mm -hmm. and... uh, Dennis Hopper playing. And Dennis Hopper. Basically. (laughs) Right. Or even, like... I cannot believe Dennis Hopper was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... There's an alternate dimension. It's it's basically, like, alternate New York. Mm Mm-hmm. And I do remember they worked in fungus people. Yep. The idea that the people here are either lizard people evolved from dinosaurs, mm-hmm. or they're fungus people evolved from funguses. 
that basically, I guess, mammals never happen, so yeah. humans never happen. Even though everybody in the alternate world is a human, mm -hmm. it's like, no, guys, humans are what <laughs> fungus or dinosaurs would have turned into anyways. <laughs> yeah. And... It's basic biology. But, but, but as Michael pointed out, I do remember... Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, when uh, This movie, I believe, came out mm -hmm. on my ninth birthday. Aww. Uh... Eighth or ninth birthday? Uh, Ninety-one. Okay, so it would have been my my eighth birthday, uh, June sixth, and we all went. We uh, my mom took me and like six of my friends to go see it for my for my birthday, mm -hmm. and even at eight, I think I remember going. This doesn't have a lot to do with the <laughs> game, like Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo had just come out, and mm -hmm. so we were all excited that Yoshi was going to be in it. And I remember Yoshi's. Like a teeny tiny, like you couldn't ride on him, dinosaur. No, he's like right, a raptor right. thing. He's like a little baby raptor thing, right? I guess this must have been after Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was what ninety ninety three three ninety three. But did it, wait, you said this came out in ninety two. 91 or ninety two. I feel like we, I feel like this is did a Jurassic Park steal from Super Mario? Bros. So, so this is all I remember about this movie. Okay, yeah. What is Laura? I remember being so excited to see this movie. Mm -hmm. I remember nothing about the movie. <laughs> and then I remember like a year of being on the playground defending that this movie didn't suck to other kids. Did kids hate it that much? I, the kids I went to school with were not into it. Okay. And I don't remember anything about the film, but I remember being like a Mario enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody was trying to shit talk it. Mm -hmm. I was like, no guys, it was great. <laughs> but everything you guys are saying right now, mm -hmm. it's like completely over my head. <laughs> All I have is this like sense of nostalgia of, I love Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's it. So this might be a huge letdown for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we, so the movie came out in 1993. So okay. this was for my 10th birthday. Okay. Uh, and Jurassic Park came out the same year. Oh. Um, so did they go head to head? So I guess maybe they went head to head because it's saying yeah it came out in like That's Jurassic insane. Park was in 1993 also in the summer. So I guess everybody was just going crazy over dinosaurs. It was like a deep impact in Armageddon, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> was, yeah yeah or Twister <laughs> and Twister. Tornado yeah or Dante's Peak and mm -hmm. Volcano. There's like dinosaurs were in the air. Yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and I re I distinctly remember going look I. I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, mm -hmm. and I had played a bunch of video games by that point, and I remember thinking while watching this movie, you know, I know the games don't have that much of a plot, but... The, <laughs> More plot are the, than this. Where are the turtle people? Like, Koopa is supposed to be a turtle man. Aren't those what those Goombas are? Oh, no, the Goombas are different, right? The Goombas are a little brown... They're like little brown mushroom people. Mushroom people, okay. So, but now, okay, so I feel a, a need to, like... Reel in the reins here because uh -huh. the mo the show is called Do I Still Love It because uh, I do distinctly remember thinking well that had nothing to do with the movie mm -hmm. with the video game but I love that movie like I remember yeah, thinking it was a I lot of fun and like when they do like there's so little fan service mm -hmm. <laughs> compared to like modern movies where yeah. they would have shoehorned literally every they're just painting fan service on yeah. the screen for yeah. you right yeah. in this movie I feel like 
I feel like there are only brief glimpses of mm-hmm. like a fan service and it's enough to sustain you. Like, yeah. oh, the red overalls. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you know, like he's wearing red overalls. Oh, this is a Super Mario movie, you know? I think. I think. I think. Well, yeah, I think it reminds me of like uh, the Street Fighter movie mm. where it also is so low on fan service that ever so often you're like, oh, there's a green guy. It must be Blanca. Yes. You know, like that's... <laughs> that's are you saying lo- that old adaptations are were much more original than what we're getting now? Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Maybe what it was is old adaptations were scripts that had nothing to do yeah. and that people are like, you know this script about the <laughs> parallel dimension with dinosaur people? Could be Mario. Could be Mario Brothers. What if they were, what if they were turtle people? I actually am going to put money on the fact that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so it's cynical, but in a totally different way than it is now. Yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense. That That's a very common situation, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, we wanted to do a Mario Brothers movie because we, like, have the rights, and, like, we have the rights to this shitty script that's been mm-hmm. sitting here for seven years. Like, yeah. oh, look, they kind of go together! Well, and the funny thing is, if that turns out to be true... Mm-hmm. So fans of Super Mario Brothers may know that Super Mario Brothers 2, for the original... Or I guess oh, it was yes. Super Mario Brothers Two, the one where you go around pulling turnips and shit out of the and ground. It looks and nothing. It like looks nothing any like any one. of the other Mario games. I've never played that one apparently. Okay, so yeah, so there was Super Mario One, which is the very basic platform right. everybody, and Super Mario Three, which, which is arguably the greatest feels, video game of all time. And it very much feels Three and Four both feel like sequels to One. Right, but, but Mario Two feels two completely separate. Is you running around, and that was the one where like Luigi and Peach are great because they can fly and mm. shit. Well, that Oh, and game... Mario and Toad are the worst characters. Right. Oh, yeah, you can play multiple characters other than Mario or Luigi. Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's a cool game, yeah. but while you're playing it, you're like, this, this not just Mario has movie. Mario characters in it. This is not a Mario game. Sure. And it's because that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. The, the Nintendo company purchased, like, a video game that had nothing to do with Mario, uh-huh. where you would pull up turnips and throw them at things, yeah. and they just took out the pixies mm-hmm. and replaced them with... Mario, Toad, Luigi, and Peach. And then they're like, sweet, that's Mario 2 for you. And so there's no Koopas, yeah. no Goombas, no nothing in the in Mario 2. So what 2. you're saying is that this movie adaptation is actually the most faithful Mario movie in that way. And that oh, just, it right. just plants it's, itself over a totally different thing. It's like, I'm just going to do, let's do Mario Brothers 2, but for the movie. But it has nothing to do with Mario 2. Yeah. Just in concept yeah. of how it was created. <laughs> so uh, I guess we kind of gone over our our general impressions that we do. You, is there anything, any other like things that really stand out that you're that you're that either confuse you in your the foggy memory you have of it? I just remember it looking like pretty cool of a movie. Like I remember even as a kid thinking like the production design was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I remember it being feeling like kind of. It wasn't a grim, dark film, but it had like a grim, gr- dark. There's something gritty about there, there's it. There's a yeah. very gritty. Like it's literally the only thing I remember about this film is yeah. the gritty aesthetic. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's, where it's like green slime yeah. and they're in, in sewers. Yeah. Like that's all I, I remember. I distinctly remember it's almost kind of a Blade Runner. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but this is instead of run down future Los Angeles, <laughs> this is run down dinosaur parallel world. dinosaur world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, oh man, thinking about watching this movie as like a Blade Runner inspired movie now, mm-hmm. it's got me like really excited to watch it. <laughs> Alright guys, so the real question is, do you think you'll still love it? I think I will, honestly. I, th- I think I'm with Michael here. I feel like 
despite I bet it's going to be even less cogent than yeah. we remember it, but I bet I'll still think okay, that's that's cool. And I respect a movie that goes out there even if it makes no sense. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I'm looking forward to this movie feeling kind of like a fever dream. Which <laughs> yeah. I'm totally hoping to. The Super Mario Brothers movie was just a collective fever dream we've all had. Well, think about it. It's true. The primary power-up in Mario is to eat mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So won't you eat a mushroom <laughs> and join us for watching Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> And uh, if you want to watch at home, it's available for free streaming in YouTube in its entirety. And guys, we tested it, and it's like weirdly high quality for YouTube. Oh, yeah. It might be the best looking film on YouTube. But it probably won't be up there for very long, so (laughs) check it out now. I hope it's still there now. Feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. They're brothers. They're plumbers. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. That gives anyone who possesses it the power. To rule the universe. Get me the rock! Come and get it, lizard breath! Now, they must rescue the princess. Luigi! Alien species escaping. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you alright? Before time runs out. Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. Okay, and so that was the Super Mario Brothers. And I just got a sneak peek into Donald Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with I think the whole time so I think the whole time we kept talking about how uh it seemed like Dennis Hopper's portrayal of King Koopa felt very much like <laughs> it felt like a character study of Donald yeah, Trump. Right. It, it's like a of, physical character study. It, was, it yeah. definitely looked like him at the very least. And it was set in Brooklyn, which is your it's Trump's place. And his movement and yeah. the way... No, I, I would yeah, put money L- on Yeah, Laura it. commented that he carries his hands in front of him instead mm-hmm. of at his side. And I understand that I think the reason he also does that is because he's a T-Rex. But then it leads me to believe, is Donald Trump affecting Dennis Hopper's... King is Hoopa? Donald Trump a T-Rex? a lizard, man, as the theories go. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you've ever seen um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the mm-hmm. one that came out in, like, 2005, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell plays the president of the universe, mm-hmm. and he is obviously doing a George W. Bush impersonation the whole movie. Right. He's got the accent, he mispronounces words, he's mm-hmm. very much doing it. And so it feels like if this movie had come out this year... Mm-hmm. Easily, we would have all said, "Oh, Donald uh, Dennis Hopper is obviously doing Donald Trump yeah. impersonation." But Donald Trump was around as, as I mean, early he as the late seventies, and he was a even New York in that like character, yeah. that mm-hmm. weird interview that came out with him, where he's like, "I'd like to run for president, and I, I think I'd get good numbers." That was in the late eighties. Yeah, totally. And See, so, I think this is a definite riff on that. Then I, 
I don't think it's a riff on Donald Trump running for office. I think it's a riff on, oh, he's such a great cartoon villain. Right. <laughs> that, and, that is already in the lexicon. And he had already been spoofed as Biff Tannen yeah, in the Back sure. to the Future movie. So he was obviously a popular, like, this is what's wrong with corporatism in America mm-hmm. as viewed through the prism of the 80s. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It, I wouldn't be surprised if we did some digging that he's based in part, at least, on Donald Trump. Mm. So I think what you really need to point out that, like, this movie is so incredibly bizarre in the alternate universe thing. I remember none of this. I kind of remembered more than I thought. I yeah. 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 You know, you it was it was you mentioning it that really tipped me off on mm-hmm. the on the multidimension reality. But mm-hmm. like, damn. Yeah. So I I think maybe it'd be a good idea, like, we could do, like, a little run-through of yeah. some stuff that stood out from the movie. And it starts right away in the fact that the movie's prologue has this weird video animation. Mm-hmm. That you never see again. That you never see again. And it's narrated by, like, a weird Brooklyn character. Right. I kept thinking, is that Mojo Nixon? No. Or is that, is that John Leguizamo? Yeah. No. Is that to see Bob Hoskins? I no. thought it was Bob Hoskins. I don't so, think it was. Uh, it might be, was it? I don't think it was. And I, I, what I was kind the of... Line? Goodbye dinosaurs. There's a moment he goes. <laughs> goodbye dinosaurs. He goes, uh, then a comet came and goodbye dinosaurs, <laughs> which was just like a line my brother and I used to say to each other all the time right after this movie came out. Um, but it makes me almost wonder if that prologue was was written after the fact. Like if they showed it to <laughs> like test audiences. Like Zardoz. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a couple movies where they show it to test audiences and test audiences don't exactly get what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the idea here aimed at children is pretty heavy. Like sure. if you didn't have that prologue, yeah. I think we would all be going, wait, so this is a different world <laughs> with dinosaur people? I was still doing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It still doesn't really clarify. But <laughs> the... I mean, it it clarified it in only that it's like, I know this makes zero sense, but mm-hmm. this is what we're trying to say, yeah. and we're going to shove it down your throat, even if it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So we have we have the, our opening sequence. We see uh, the, the queen of the mushroom people, and she, like, delivers an egg. To a Catholic church. Right. And we're like, <laughs> why does she trust the Catholics? Is Are we meant to believe that there are Catholics in this parallel dinosaur world mm-hmm. and if so do they worship but raptor, that was jesus. raptor jesus raptor jesus but that was in our world yeah huh that was in our world right yeah. but, but what i mean is like okay if you suddenly found yourself in another dimension mm-hmm. and you're trying to hide your baby that yeah. people why want would you to, choose a church why would you choose a church well that ends up being like the th- oh theme that's th- a really interesting question yeah the theme throughout it ends up being like a weird riff on faith which doesn't really make sense <laughs> <laughs> when, when suddenly you've been shown that there's a completely parallel dimension that no faiths talk about. Yeah. Well, they'll apparently worship maybe that mushroom king. Well, because the maybe. funny thing is, like, you're supposed to take this leap for this weird fungus. Like, take trust care of you. the fungus. Yeah, trust the fungus is the yeah. recurring line. And then King Koopa did did come into the room with the mushroom king when he was all like that, and he's like. Mm. You did always say that you wanted to be everywhere at yeah. once. Yeah. Now you are. So now the question is, is God a fungus? <laughs> oh, God. Um, but the thing, like, I was thinking about this is, uh, if we take it a step further, like, these nuns worship an egg, or, or, or witness an egg yeah. in a pod, hatch, mm-hmm. and then a baby girl is inside. Yep. Completely otherwise, totally a human. Would shake your faith. It definitely. would shake your faith, and at the very least... They have to report it to the Vatican. So in this world, the Pope knows there is a baby that hashed out of yeah. an egg living in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. 
Kanye would definitely change your views on like evolution, I would think. Right. Uh, cataclysmically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And so would it maybe mean that the Catholic Church has been covering it up? Like, mm. this would challenge oh, our whole... Oh, man, I want that movie. <laughs> I, I need to interrupt and just say the fact that we are talking about egg hatching babies and nuns uh-huh. in Super Mario Brothers the movie. How did this get made? Oh, right. Like, you know, it just... What is this movie? Well, I think we were all talking about how... I, I think our theory that this was an inv- a script without a uh, a script that had been floating around that then they just pasted the Super Mario characters over mm-hmm. feels more and more yeah yeah likely oh, yeah. yeah so fun fact Ed Solomon the guy that wrote this film uh, originally wrote Bill and Ted all of Bill and Ted he is apparently a genius he's apparently a genius a nineties genius. And he also He also did... wrote It's Gary Shandling Show. Oh, what? And Men in Black, Charlie's Angels, uh, and the Now You See Me movies. Yeah. Still like his. And one more piece that I thought was pretty important was, and I'm logging it up, another classic early 90s film that was for families, Mom and Dad Save the World, mm. which I deeply look forward to doing. Yeah. But that one is, it, it, the aesthetic was so similar to that in watching this again. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think that was just like a 90s aesthetic. Though. I mean, yeah. Well, it makes just... sense because the director has directed Max Headroom. Oh, so like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely that tone of the of the Bill and Ted's movies and Mom and Dad Save the Universe, like this sort of like, this should be appropriate for kids, mm-hmm. but it contains yeah. a lot of really inappropriate. Like you, you have the campy 80s yeah. Yeah. that is still influencing you have the grim dark '90s that's starting to come into these movies, mm-hmm. and then you also have the beginning of real special effects, right? And that those three things really create this kind of weird style mm-hmm. <laughs> that are yeah. early '90s films like, and this. you never get it again. No, well, things got better. Well, and the weird part <laughs> and is, worse. Yeah, I mean the weird part is like the the special effects of this movie are, are pretty good. Yeah, like the, the animatronics are great. The, yeah, like little Yoshi. Like Yoshi's looks fantastic. Great. And this came out the same he year. He looks nothing like Yoshi, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, no, nothing looks anything like anything. Nope. <laughs> Everything so, is nothing. Speaking of which... Bob like, Hoskins looks like Mario, I guess. Yes. Bob Hoskins makes a fine Mario. And if if they could have just gotten John Leguizamo to have some amount of him. mustache on yeah. him, because he needs a mustache, yeah, I He needed more. Luigi was too young. Yeah. Well, so what? yeah, so that was one of the funny things. So they addressed the idea that the Mario brothers aren't actually brothers, that Mario adopted Luigi. And that's mm. the reason why Bob Hoskins in this movie, I think he's like a 50-something-year-old man, <laughs> yeah. it can be brothers with a guy who's maybe 22. So wait, like financially, is he just making him a brother for the business? Well, I, I guess the idea <laughs> is... that what happens with their plumbing business? Oh, yeah, because I don't... I think when you adopt kids, they, they have to be legally your children. Yeah, they're, they're not, not your brother. Your brother. <laughs> you can't be like, well, I'd I like to adopt gathered... this kid, but I want him to be legally my brother. Yeah. I kind of gathered from that weird conversation that he wasn't necessarily his adopted dad, mm. but like that he had been kind of abandoned with him, so he was actually oh. his brother. But he has so he's raised maybe just him like up. some latchkey punk So maybe punk they're kid. just like half brothers. Wait, are they both uh, adopted? They, no, uh, I gathered. So I, what happened in my mind because he was like, 
oh yeah, no, I didn't have parents either. Mm. He he raised me, and they've already said that they're brothers. He's like he was like my, he, you know, he was like the mother that I never had, and and he was like what? He's like I mean the father I never had, mm. and so I gathered it as you have a much older brother who has a baby brother and then like the parents die or something. So he took oh, him off. Oh, that's okay. what I oh, thought. That's that makes, that could make some sense. Cause yeah. there was definitely like, that was supposed to be his co- connection to Daisy is mm-hmm. that neither of them knew their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Which she just introduces right off the bat during their first date. Yeah, because yeah, she just like, walks in on a first date. Have you been on a date, date with somebody is... where they just drop like, right oh, in? Oh, I was again. found. Like I'm, I'm adopted. <laughs> I was abandoned. You know, like... <laughs> well, she, the, she, the uh, cause for that is they see her like necklace, right? And then she's like, "Oh, what's that from?" Like, "Oh, I got it when I was found." When, I... <laughs> oh, oh, I was abandoned. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, how does this? strike true or completely fly in the face of how you remember this movie? Uh, pretty close, actually. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I I think that, yeah, I, I had a pretty clear, because I did, I you know, I really did love this movie, mm-hmm. even though as a child, I remember thinking, this, make, this is nothing yeah. like the video games. But uh, I think as I predicted, like, the... The action is still pretty enjoyable pretty good. and goofy. The aesthetics are like really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like the fungusy, dirty city that's in t- utter chaos. Like mm-hmm. it is strange the timing of the events. Like this, it seems like at any moment, full scale revolt is yeah. going to happen in the city. Yeah. And the Mario Brothers really show up just in time before to... the purge. Before, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it really does feel like the. It, I, I thought it was nineteen thirty three. Yeah, Nuremberg. I felt like it was a really good uh, representation of like an urban dictatorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, which is not what I thought I would say tonight. <laughs> well, no, I mean the funny thing is like they when they first show up in the world they get they get uh, arrested for being plumbers for being plumbers. <laughs> you know, because it's illegal to plumb, and uh, which would be a riff on Trump's hatred of Muslims. Uh, That's a good prediction yeah. of that. <laughs> I'm proposing a ban <laughs> on all plumbers <laughs> effective immediately. Uh, but like Laura pointed out, that if it wasn't for the charming music playing during their oh process, oh my god, yeah. it would have been an absolute just like abject terror. Like they get they get abducted, they yeah. get brutalized mm-hmm. by police, they get like deloused and thrown in dog. Super cages. Mario's the night of, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, we noticed that there was like a female abduction subplot yeah. running out. And in spite of that, uh, so Luigi offers a ride in his van to wherever uh, Daisy's going to. Daisy just accepts it, in spite of knowing that all these women are doing missing throughout the city. Yeah, and no, she's the best met part this guy is, thirty seconds. The ago. best part is he offers. She looks behind her. <laughs> someone, uh, one of the bad guys, is like behind his newspaper, yeah. and on there says "women being abducted." Yeah, he's using on the front page of the newspaper. Like and then she turns around. and She's like, "Yeah, I'll get in your van." <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they go on a date, and they introduce uh, Mario's date, mm-hmm. who goes almost the entire movie before she gets named. Yep. Uh, but I uh, I was sort of proud of my nerd cred when I like realized that maybe she's a reference to Pauline, who's the name of the very first Mario damsel, who in the original Donkey Kong games, when Mario was called just Jumpman... He goes and uh, you when you're when you're trying to rescue a girl from Donkey Kong, you're not rescuing Princess Toadstool. You're rescuing this girl Pauline, who wears a dress very similar to the dress that Mario's date wears. And on the you day. got it, Nerd yeah. Gold Star. I, yeah. yeah, 
So, I mean, that was cool. Her character's name was Danielle, but apparently in the working script, Pauline was her middle name. I don't know why they didn't just... <laughs> that... Yeah, why didn't they just make that the name? It's I, I swear, I swear there is some sort of copyright situation going on in here where Nintendo didn't want to fully commit to this script, and so they pulled stuff at the end. Mm. I don't know, but it is so tertiary, tertiarily... There's no, like, Marvel-style Nintendo logo that comes over the Yeah, logo. no, and, like, a very good thing to point out, they never once use any Mario music. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we only get Mario music during the pre-title production company <laughs> graphics. And then there's all this, like, adventurous, upbeat music that mm-hmm. plays at least eight different times in the movie when an action or adventure sequence I think it's just the seven. one theme. Yeah. And they just play it over and over again, no matter what. Straight out of, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or whatever. And I'm like, guys, you have a bevy of very well-loved adventure music that you could just play. Like, you could have even played, like, an actual version on instruments as opposed to the synthesized 8-bit version. Um... Yeah, it's like we talked about earlier. This movie felt like instead of being a fan service movie, it was more like there'd be just little hints that, by the way, you're watching a Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, it was like a Ukrainian I feel like it's more like version. inspired by Mario yeah. Brothers. Right, right. Um, yeah, because there's like, uh, so the, one of the characters in it is this big, beautiful black woman. Mm-hmm. Which I will, I will absolutely say that's a great character. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She is a fully realized she's strong, character. Kind of she's strong. <laughs> she's standing up to the Goombas. It is sensual. She's, she saved the boy's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's, she's a healthy sex. She's class. And, <laughs> yeah, she's great. She goes and gets her man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like definitely the alpha. But the weird part is like she's her character is named Big Bertha, which in the Mario franchise is the name of a giant fish that tries <laughs> yeah. to kill you in the swimming levels. So maybe when she gets de-evolved, she becomes a fish. Which that would have been a great, like if she had gotten hit by the de-evolved gun mm-hmm. at some point and yeah. turned into a fish flopping around on the ground, <laughs> I would have totally been on board for it. Time to put a quick little learner's note in here. De-evolve <laughs> in this film is uh, a contraption that they can put a human in and then take them back in time and basically turn them into what they came from. Right. So, so the Goombas are all like are, yeah. dinosaur people, but they're like idiot dinosaur people, mm-hmm. which again, there aren't dinosaurs in the Mario games. No. They're like turtle people mm-hmm. that turtle, you stomp Yoshi, on. Yoshi, I guess, is the only Yoshi real. is, I guess, a dinosaur person. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Mario Brothers video games are an acid trip. Whereas this is just an alternate dimension. Like, oh, you know wow. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like if, mm-hmm. if, if the Mar okay, so if Mario Brothers the movie was actually real life, like for a second, yeah. like if you imagine that this is real life, yeah. if you were in the Mario Brothers movie universe mm-hmm. and you dropped acid or ate mushrooms, <laughs> then the Mario Brothers video game is what you'd be seeing when you're <laughs> yeah, tripping exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> And then, of course, you're just punching brick walls, bloodying your knuckles, but they're breaking, everyone. They're I breaking. I like going into another form of reality and then doing some acid. Like, See, now that's a, so over the top. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> no, I meant, like, if I did acid now, it would be like Mario Brothers. Uh, Whereas if you went to that world and then you just have to just be this. Yeah. Just oh, be- <laughs> I see. It'd, be, it'd be, really be our real world. <laughs> it'd just be, it'd just be, you know. Um. Okay, so so for some reason, uh, Dennis Hopper is like, wow, chewing the scenery in almost every scene here. Is this what he does? Does he do? I, I think it I, works in this. It's been such a long time since I've seen. Have you not seen, seen like, Blue Velvet? 
It's been basically Frank boothing it up in this movie. Okay, all right. (laughs) I mean, I think it works. Yeah, I think it works too. Oh, sure. He's giving it his all. But I oh, as yeah, as you said, (laughs) like everyone in here is committing to the character. No one's phoning it in. Right, which I think is the thing that that really redeems the movie. Like nobody seems like fuck. I'm still in this movie. And yeah. I think, like, behind the scenes, everyone hated it. But, like, they all commit in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Requisite professionals. Yep. I appreciated that the de-evolved gun was the super scope gun from the mm-hmm. SNES. Like, it literally is just the SNES. So that's the Super Nintendo for all of our younger listeners. The Super Nintendo came with a cool gun attachment you could buy that looks like a little toy bazooka. And <laughs> that is what literally every de-evolved gun is in the ga- in the movie. So I was I like, didn't remember that. Yeah, didn't either. Um, You're a bigger nerd than everyone else in this room. <laughs> Why does no one eat one of the mushrooms in this movie? Because they'd have to build up a giant Bob Hoskins. In <laughs> 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 Him going through like a model. Down. That is exactly what I thought. I was like, you know what? I bet they thought about doing it, but then they were like, we don't have the budget. <laughs> okay, but we don't have the budget to make them big. <laughs> here's my proposal, you guys. Yeah. Uh, in a moment, we're going to go into like how exactly you would change it. But I think one of my first things that I would change right mm-hmm. here. Why don't we just go into it Okay, now? so let's go into what <laughs> I, because here's something I think. Towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, they, the Mario Brothers, the way they beat Koopa, the way they beat him in the end is by using the de-evolve gun on him mm-hmm. a bunch. He turns into a Tyrannosaurus, then they de-evolve him some more and he turns into Primordial Goop. Mm-hmm. What would have been better... I think, is if they had used the de-evolve gun on him and turned him into a T-Rex or preferably something that looked a little bit more like King Koopa from the video games, mm-hmm. like if he had a giant shell on, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, knocks the guns out of their hands and, and destroys them, them and starts attacking them. And they have to knock them off a building or something. Well, I thought it'd be great if that's when Mario goes, trust the fungus, uh. eats it, becomes as big oh. as a T-Rex, and then dukes the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, have a sweet, like, kaiju battle scene. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I, that's, that would have been, and then like get him in a headlock, you know, and like get Coop in a headlock and that would be like a great way to like in the. Right. Right. Um, If you could take the helm of this film and mm -hmm. make it better or make it, make it whatever you would want now, what, where would you go with it? I'm trying to think, like, how self-referential should it be if you're going to do it again? Like, would you want, like, a Chris Lord, Phil Miller sort of thing where it keeps referencing what the, what it is? Or would it be better if they just went weird dystopia with it as they did here? Oh. <laughs> you're meaning, like, would you want it to, how much closer to the source material yeah. you'd want it to hew? Mm-hmm. Um, like, would it just be basically the game, but they, like, make little funny references to, like, what it is and make fun of it? Well, what do you think? Do you think it benefited from this kind of dystopian... I honestly really like what they did with it. I think it's kind of the only way they could have done it. I can't imagine what else they would have done. Well, it does seem like it'd be hard to make this, like, because it's kind of a cartoony world in the video game. I think, yeah, I think this dystopian world sort of worked. I think they could have given it more of a feeling, like, a, Mm -hmm. a bit more of a referencing, like... I like the idea that it was a crumbling dystopia. I would yeah. have loved if they would have then referenced breaking bricks. Yeah. If, like, Mario and Luigi had used those jump boots more often and had more than one occasion, like, punched through a wall mm, by yeah. using the rocket boots. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, this whole place is falling apart. You know what I mean? Also, I think it would have been a great joke if at one point they punched, like, 
the Koopa ATM that mm-hmm. ha- is the question mark block and all these left. coins yeah. fell out. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm going to go in a completely different direction okay. and say if I was to helm this specific film, mm-hmm. I would... I would de-evolve it from being Super Mario Brothers. It's a fun movie that feels like Super Mario Brothers got shoved into a round peg in a square hole. Mm. But I feel like this would be an absolutely fun movie if it was not Super Mario Brothers. Like if you took whereas I was disappointed only in that it. I was like, I want more Super Mario Brothers. But if I if I divorce the two of them, I absolutely can be like. Dude, this is a really fun, campy, early '90s, crazy like comedy mm. action film, and I, I would, I want a different Mario Brothers movie, and I just want this movie well, to be its own thing. What's the Super Mario Brothers, a Super Mario Brothers movie you'd want then? Yeah, it, it's really just an acid trip. Oh, like it's really, it's really just one of those things. Would I, be like Alice in Wonderland then. Yes, that'd be cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would absolutely be Alice in Wonderland, okay. but it would be overweight, middle-aged plumber in Wonderland. <laughs> I mean that that could be really funny. The yeah. idea, like, it, it would be cool if there was like, yeah, if it really was a uh, like Alice mm-hmm. or like uh, Dorothy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I actually just Mario want just to sort see of goes Mario placed as Alice and then just do Alice in Wonderland as Mario <laughs> and see what happens. Right. Yeah, you could do it, honestly. Right. I do. They kind of could be living in the same universe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderland Alice is could be the Peach. Koopa Land. Yeah. Alice could be Peach. Oh, man. Uh, and, and speaking of which, like the movie ends on a moment that is prepped for, like they were really hoping oh, yeah. for a sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it uh, ends Daisy on. Daisy kicks the door in and says, "Guys, you'll never believe what's happening." And Mario's like, "I believe because I have faith." Because again, this movie has some weird faith subtext. Yeah. But it's not strong enough. Like, I feel like they needed less faith or more faith. It it was this weird nebulous level of faith. I mean, he does take the dive at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like you guys were reading into that a little bit. <laughs> well, I guess than... <laughs> I just don't understand what faith had to do with. There was so much like where they'd be like, "You got to trust or have faith," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "It's really not what the video games are about, no. you guys." And it really doesn't seem to help this story moment at all. Yeah. Like, like there seemed like there could be a lot more because you're my brother, yeah. you know, like brotherly yeah. love. They actually don't ever touch on oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, yeah. it might just be the fact that they they might have. I feel like the brother thing got slowly ratcheted down as sure. they were like, oh, we have a 45-year-old man and a 20-year-old man playing brothers. Yeah, and to it's go into obvious. It. To go into it, would you recast either of those roles if you were to do the I new version? I thought they were both great. I liked yeah. them. I did I like liked them. them. I would have left it. It is weird that neither okay of them were Italian. The I would go Danny DeVito and like but John Turturro. I would. John Turturro would have been a perfect be Luigi. Such a good Luigi. Oh, wow. I will say that in this situation... Mm-hmm. The fact that they, like, they didn't need to be Italian in this movie. No. There, there's nothing about them that was well, Italian. There's nothing about their lives that was yeah. Ita- yeah. Yeah, Italian. Neither actor is even Italian. No, <laughs> right. no, not at all. Yeah, at least if they had done Bob Hoskins and John Tichero, half of them are Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would have been age, Then they would have been closer to each yeah. other in age. And there's nothing about Luigi that implies he is that much younger than Mario. Yeah. So, like... I, I actually really love the idea of John Turturro mm-hmm. because then the two of them just crack wise at yeah. each other the whole time. There isn't the, the you know, almost father figure dynamic. Yeah. Instead, they can be like two brothers. Yeah. And then you could age up Daisy to be slightly more age, like, appropriate. Mm-hmm. Or for not, because Hollywood is totally Because Hollywood okay in that. the early 90s, sure. 
Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I'd want then is for it to be like a 20 years later movie and it's old Mario going back to that world and it's John Turturro and Danny DeVito or like, it can't be Bob Hoskins. I love that. John Goodman. Yeah, there John you go. Goodman. Oh, John Goodman. John Goodman. You know, it's gone to my head. I would I would recast Bob Hoskins before John Leguizamo really? because in this specific film, you need you need at least one young guy. Yeah, and it would have helped with two. Hmm. But so I'm not there... saying that I'm I'm not saying I would change it. But if I had to choose one for the good of the film, hmm. you, I would. Do you yeah. can you think of an actor around the in I'm 1993 thinking... that would be a decent hmm. Bob Hoskins replacement? That be I think younger? that they just should have they should just this should just be another Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> And they like, should Keanu and Ted as Keanu's Mario would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> be the least. Or, oh, you mean, I mean, just take the plot of this movie yeah. and make it no, Bill I and mean, Ted's I 3? No, I mean, Keanu and, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe so this Bi- was, maybe this was the, uh... a Bill and Ted script. Oh, man. Like, it's yeah. like they take the to phone booth to an alternate dimension <laughs> where dinosaurs. Yeah. Wouldn't it be so funny if that narrator is Keanu Reeves? Like, <laughs> goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs> I like this story, they take the film booth to like the primordial ooze stage, and they just do something to it, and then now there's a weird dinosaur. And then there's mentioned. weird dinosaur people Amazing. everywhere. So, guys, if you had a child, would you show this to your kid? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think actually. so. Yeah, I All think right. this was like I still liked it rewatching it. Like I, I would kept telling you guys, I'm still on board with this. <laughs> I keep waiting for it to, for me to jump off board, but nope. Yeah, with it all along. I mean, it's not a it's not a perfect movie, and it's not like a movie that I'll throw on anytime. Sure. But it's a movie where, if if I like, if we still had flipping through channels, like mm-hmm. we didn't all just stream everything. Yeah, this is a movie where if I was flipping through and it came on, I'd be like, oh hell yeah, Mario Brothers, <laughs> and I would just watch the rest of it from whatever point. Yeah, because I mean, come on guys, the plot doesn't make a whole lot of sense, no. but the acting, like you said, everyone's really committed, mm-hmm. and the action sequences are really fun. I bet mm-hmm. it's really good to have, like, playing in the back of parties, too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Especially when the dinosaur comes on yeah. and everyone can dance to the dinosaur. <laughs> Which I love the implication that somehow, despite having completely different evolutionary trees starting 65 million years ago, George these Clinton's two parallel there. universes both have George Clinton. Yep, George um, these two parallel universes both have human-looking things. And the I word just police love, written yeah, on cars. I love the implication that reptiles turn into things that are 99% <laughs> of a visual match to a, a yeah, human. Yeah, that makes no sense. Especially no when you sense. consider that and alligators have... and crocodiles in our modern era have literally <laughs> not changed much at all in the no. s- past several and million years. Then we have to talk about... What is the interspecies relationship between Luigi oh, yeah. and Daisy look like? Oh, what is their yeah? Like she can they lays have a baby? Eggs. She, oh, <laughs> I hadn't even considered that this chick that uh what's her name? Samantha some like she has to lay an egg if they ever get together. Yeah. Like, like it also like Daisy a has not a vagina but an ovipositor. But, <laughs> but can they procreate? That's a good question. I don't know. Wait. If Mario gets with Big Bertha, mm-hmm. do they have a half plumber, half fish person? They just give birth to a school of fish. <laughs> oh, oh my god, a that fish plumber. out of her mouth. Yep. A fish yeah. plumber could do so much. She can work from the inside. Yeah. It's an inside job. They have the fish plumbers. Uh, so, guys, we need to write the sequel. So, Mario <laughs> Brothers 2, the fish plumbers. Or Big Bertha goes back. Yeah. Yeah. Has, yes, I love this. Um, All right, guys. So yeah, there wasn't nearly as there there wasn't nearly enough. It 
enough direct Mario stuff in sure. it for me. But uh, it did sort of make like Easter eggs when you did see like, oh, like, oh, a bomb. Yeah. I know what that is. Or, I got oh, a thwomp. I got a bomb Mario. There's like a, there's a Hammer Brothers um, bar and there's a Bullet, bullet bill. Bills. And even they use the Bullet Bill for their rocket shoes at one point. Yeah. And then like Mario never once uses the rocket shoes. Yeah. They use it to project it, yeah. but they never actually fly with it. You're going to have to get over it. There are a few continuity errors. This yeah. is not a perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, this this movie's filled with a lot of characters, and some of them are given names from the video game, and then some of them are given completely new names. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the Mario's Brothers cast uh, in the video games is several thousand characters deep at this point. You could have chosen anything, anything mm-hmm. really. We would have been okay with anything, really anything. All right, guys. So um, it's about time to wrap up. So we got to ask the proverbial question: Do you still love it? I love it. Oh yeah, totally yeah. still love it. I want to give it a nice. A nice like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which... Would you go back and defend it to those kids now that you've seen it again? If you could go back <sighs> in that Bill and Ted t- phone yeah. booth, would you go back in time and tell that girl, little girl not to defend it to I was friends? always boys. It was always okay. it was always defending it against but boys. But would you tell little you to like, oh, not little me. To, yeah. Oh, no, I understand. I think I would sit her down and be like, they have some good points, <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> to love it. <laughs> yeah. That's you fair. don't need to get mad because they have a different opinion than you. Yeah. I think that's good <laughs> advice for any of us if we ever run into our younger selves through a time-space continuum rip is tell them, you know what? It's okay to like what you like, but you don't have to fight other people about it. And wear condoms. <laughs> and wear condoms. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been a lovely episode of Do I Still Love It? Pretty uh, successful one, I'll yeah. say. I'd yeah. like to thank our guest, Michael Chow. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah Mike, do you fun. have any uh, any stuff you'd like to plug? Any way people can find you on the internet or come see you do the funny? Um, uh, Sean, George, and I do an event at Open Space in Los Angeles uh, every two months or so called Schlock Tank, where people can come in and pitch bad movie pitches, and then we'll make that movie if we decide to vote on it. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's how it how it worked. Oh, yeah. now I totally need to come pitch. For yeah. I didn't realize you would make the movie. Oh, yeah. We're I just that thought movie. that you would, right. like, rate the pitches. All right. Oh, and, and you also, you made Dick Ripper. Mm-hmm. Is that available to be seen yet? Right now, it's currently not online because uh, we're, we submitted to the Fantastic Fest, and they don't want any presence of ours online, but... Once we find out whether we get in or don't get in, we'll put it back online again. I'll give you the link. Yeah, definitely let us know. We'll link to it on the website, doistilloveit.com. Definitely check us out. You can hit us up on Twitter at Do I Still Love It. You can email us at doistilloveit at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook. We're just, we're Do I Still still Love It everywhere. Yeah, we've monopolized it. Thankfully, we were the first people to come up with that phrase. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, check us out online. And uh, I guess that's uh, that about does it. I'm uh, Marshall James. I'm Laura Weiss. And I'm Michael Chow. And uh, we still loved it. Still loved it. Goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs>